All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the two ugly for TV podcast. Jake, hi. How's it going? You're back. How are you? I missed you. I missed you so much. I am. It's been a while, man. What happened to you over the holidays? I, I was trying to get in touch with you saying, let's record, let's record. By the way, let me quick interrupt uh, before, as I ask you the question. There's, I'm in a hotel, and so uh, the, the room next door is playing the TV loud. There might be background noise. That's all I wanted to say. I thought we were taking Thanksgiving week off. I thought you told me we were, we were doing that. Uh, I would never say cause, that. Because you were busy that week. No, we, I never take things. I was anything but busy. I was home alone. My my wife. Oh, shit, man. I'm sorry. I must have heard you wrong because I was like drunk or something. No, my wife took the. Actually, yeah, yeah, I texted you. I said my wife took the kids to uh, her grandmother's house and I had the house to myself for three whole God days. God damn it. I, I must have read it the other way, yeah. man. I Yeah, I totally got confused on oh, that. Oh, it was awesome. I, uh, I Because. Well, what what happens is now that the dog is is diabetic and blind, we can't board him. Not that I ever liked boarding him in the past, but we can't have someone just come over and you know let him out to pee because he needs medications, and we can't sure. really take him down there because he's blind and he'll be bumping into everybody. So yeah. I I stayed home and took care of the dog, and she took the kids to grandma's house. I will say that uh, the diabetic blind dog was my favorite Muddy Water song. <laughs> <laughs> was a good one, it's a damn wasn't good it? One. It was. Yeah. So I'm I'm in a I'm not gonna say where because I don't wanna you know they're they're paying the bills but I'm in a in a casino in a tiny town in Wisconsin, and uh, I'll just tell you this uh, it's funny because I take this gig because I've got good gigs tomorrow and Saturday it's Thursday uh, the 29th uh, listeners and. I just ask for this gig because it puts me closer to the other gigs, and it's a night work, and you know I don't compare care, you know. But there's never anyone here, ever, ever, ever. Um, but this is this sure. is the kind of gig this is. Um, you know how every hotel, no matter even if it's a Motel Eight or the shittiest motel in the world, they have a laundry bag that you can put your dirty laundry into. Sure. This place has a hefty bag sitting where the laundry bag is it's on the the you know by the coat hangers it's it's displayed like a laundry bag but it's a hefty bag that's awesome <laughs> i think so <laughs> i think it's pretty awesome so um i had texted cat earlier in the day she might be joining us later she seemed interested our little po- uh, part-time could be assistant listeners she debuted a couple weeks ago uh to sit in the background and google shit for when we forget but she's not here now so maybe she'll show up later yeah, no worries, man. All right. Well, I was that was for you and for the listeners. Jake, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, we got Elton John. We got the G, GM layoffs. Uh, there's a, the inmates in Iowa are suing because they can't look at porn, and we got a blind guy suing Playboy because their website is not uh, made for blind people. What do you want to talk about, Jake? We got so you many know topics. of all the things Playboy ever thought they'd get sued for. You know what I'm saying? Like because they used to get sued <laughs> back in the day by like religious groups and women's rights groups for for the obvious stuff. You know what yes. I mean? The the stuff regarding their content. I I'll bet if you had a, if I had a time machine. You know, I used to say I I would kill Hitler. I'm probably going to still do that, but on the way to killing Hitler, I'm going to stop off um in like the year 1965ish or something like that. You know what I mean? When 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 Playboy was really Getting big. I think it might have been a little before that. But either way, when, when he's really getting sued and having a hard time uh, keeping his products on the shelf, I, w- I want to show him a newspaper article about this from 2018. Like, no, listen, you are still going to be getting sued in 2018. He's going to be like, really? The, the, the prudes and, and, and religious people still haven't? No, 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 no. It's the blind. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here's something called the Internet, and uh, they're mad that they can't look at your magazine. Also, I heard that guy's pissed off. Um, they wouldn't let him go skeet shooting either. Same day. Well, it's, it's a double lawsuit. What's funny is the excuse he uses is the one everyone used, uh, like, all throughout history. It's the, I read Playboy for the articles. Because Playboy was known for good interviews and articles. Sure. But that's literally what he's saying is he, the, the, website, the, the lawsuit is against Playboy's website specifically as a violation of the American with Disabilities Act because playboybot.com and playboyshop.com are not compatible with his screen reading software. It's like, dude, just if is this the one site you can't see? <laughs> Let it go. Like I didn't even know Playboy still existed. I just referred to them in the past tense because I thought they were done. I I had no idea they still like what, who needs Playboy now with the internet? Uh, the blind, apparently. <laughs> the they, one guy that needs it yeah, is the yeah. blind. 
That has to be that has to be Playboy's smallest demographic is blind people. <laughs> but that you know what? I hate to be a dick to people with disabilities, but I do have that thought at every single hotel I go to because the, the American for Disabilities Act sued and made every hotel put in one of those. Uh, if you're in a wheelchair, it has a chair that puts you into the pool, and those things are not cheap. It, see, this is where if Cat was here, she could Google the price or the cost of putting one of those into a hotel. And I've never seen one used. I see them old at a disrepair, covered in dust, and yet every pool and every hotel has to have a, well, if someone, and I'm not saying people in wheelchairs don't deserve to, but here, okay, let's put it this way. Um, the pool I'm that I- I'm pro people in wheelchairs going swimming, man. I am too, but listen to this. What I, was, what, what I just realized as I was saying it, my pool that I go to has a zero entry, meaning there are no stairs and there's nothing. I mean- you could get into that pretty easily and or i'm just sometimes it goes too far sometimes sure. it goes too far and this one goes too far a blind guy saying playboy needs to make uh, to make major changes to their website for probably like you said him you know maybe one other guy out there come on well this stuff has to be ready readily available you know because like apparently all websites are doing this for the most part i mean if you get out of here did you research it a little i'll be right back you talk for a second i gotta go turn off the thing because we had background noise from my side i forgot to turn off my heater sorry yeah oh dude um we have it from my side my furnace is going um that that's to the whole house so maybe maybe your heater is going to match my furnace and it can uh sound normal I can only assume how loud that was on the microphone. Even if you couldn't hear it, I'm sure it was going to turn up. So other websites are doing this. Well, I mean, apparently, from what I gathered from the article, I mean, if enough of them are doing it to where um, the guy's shocked that Playboy doesn't do it, then yeah, I, I guess. I guess it's a normal thing. So since it seems to be a fairly normal thing, it's got to be cheaper just to update your website than it is to fight this guy in court. Because, like, as... Yes, this this seems trivial, but like, no juror's gonna err against the blind guy. You, you realize what a shitty case you have to have before the jury's <laughs> gonna see it in in favor of Playboy against the disabled. It's <laughs> a good point. We heard it out, and the ghost of Hugh Hefner, <laughs> we are awarding also blind guy. Pay Playboy's legal fees. Fuck you, blind guy. I don't think I don't think that's happening, man. Playboy has to know that this is easier to just take care of the website than it is to uh, pay this guy off. I suppose if he does say, "If you change your website, I'll drop the lawsuit," then then what? Why wouldn't they? It's it's when they get into, and I'm not saying this is what would happen, but if it gets into like you know, uh, change your website, and I want you to pay me because of the suffering I had before you changed the website, then it becomes a little like, yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, that that can't be the worst thing he's had to deal with with being blind you know what i mean yeah one would hope but let's go the other way then let's let's go to the other lawsuit uh iowa inmates this is my favorite part it is is the 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 iowa inmates are suing the iowa uh uh, uh correctional department because they cannot view porn while they are in prison the inmates and they are led by alan c miles 70 who is serving a life sentence for the stabbing death of you know, I'm not going to read her name because it's, you know, I don't want to bring up painful. But I just like a 70 year old guy is angry because they can't get Playboy. It's it's specifically mentioned in the article that they used to be able to look at Playboy in prison. And now they're mad that they can't because of a new law uh, that was signed in October. And they took this just happened. It was the uh, oh, uh, the changes took effect November 14th. So the, they, they lost all their porn just a couple days ago. What kind of porn did they have? Well, it said Playboy in the article. It says they had Playboy. Um, Does that even count as porn anymore? Jesus uh, Christ. Again, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't think they have... Well, it, there's so much porn um, that we could talk about. Because this one said that uh, the prohibits inmates from having nude photos in their cells. And the bad includes Playboy magazine, which has long been allowed in, in the state's nine prisons, which hold 8,575 inmates. This is... Um, my favorite part of the article is that the lawsuit contends that a female correctional officers employed in Iowa's prisons for men can't handle an environment that includes pornographic matter uh, featuring female nudity, quote, they should find employment elsewhere. <laughs> like, um, I'm pretty sure that any woman 
working in a prison that's dealing with gang members and drug dealers and murderers probably isn't getting too squeamish about some boobs on a wall. That would be my guess. What's the worst thing about being surrounded by MS-13 members all day? Pictures of titties. (laughs) Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Going against what you were just saying, what jury is going uh, against the blind guy in Playboy? I'm going to guess that it's going to be pretty difficult for a jury to say, oh, well, these gangbangers and this guy that's leading them, the guy, the 70-year-old that's on in for life for stabbing a woman, yeah, yeah he should uh, get to marginalize women more. I mean, he's already killed one. Now he should just get to marginalize them by uh, viewing pornography. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's side with the prisoners. I think if we're going to split these two, the, the blind guy will win and the prisoners should lose. But I'm sure there's going to be some lawyer that'll take it up on First Amendment rights. I think that's probably what they're going for is some sort of, I, that's not First Amendment, but the, the, a right to nudity, a right there's, to porn. Yeah, well, there was, there's a section that's, that's forgotten a lot in the, in the Constitution. They, they did specifically put uh, freedom of speech and 71-year-old uh, stabby murderers get to jerk off to Playboy. <laughs> that's, that's in there. Ben Franklin would not sign the goddamn thing without it. I don't know what he had going on in his past. He was very adamant about porn in prison. I mean, I never really thought about it. I'm not going to lie. But if I do think about it, I never guess I would have realized that I'd still want to be jerking off at 70. I, I, I would have thought that that urge went away at some point. You know, that, that at 70, you'd what are you what are you blowing loads of? Dust? Here's... Here's the one thing I've noticed about 71-year-old serial killers. They're wired a little different than most people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what does it for one 71-year-old, you know what I mean, at the, uh, at the casino or the VFW? Doesn't do it for the same guy that's in Anamosa prison for stabbing a bunch of people in his, in his younger, friskier days. Well, uh, the, the, the bill apparently does have opponents, and one such opponent was Senator Rich Taylor, Iowa Senator, State Senator, not uh, federal, state, but local, whatever, not federal uh, senator, but state senator. Uh, he's a retired Iowa State Penitentiary employee who opposed the legislation. He contended the changes ignore the fact that male inmates have a sexual drive. Quote, that is just a fact, and you have to have some way to relieve that. All right, I'm not trying to be mean here, but uh, whatever happened to using your imagination, or I'm just saying, the spank bank. I mean, you're in prison. Maybe you'd want to have some sort of creative thought process going on in your head versus just staring at Playboy or the Sears catalog. Because, I mean, that's that's benign anyway. Like, given all the shit that's on the internet that the 70-year-old has never seen or heard of, like, he has no idea the fetishes that you can find online now. So... He would probably be able to imagine better shit than 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 uh, Playboy, you know. I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure whatever's going on in these guys' heads, half of them is way darker than Playboy. I want them looking at the Playboy, man. I don't want their imagination <laughs> running wild. That's what got half of those fuckers there. <laughs> well, I didn't send you this. Um, I'm I'm googling it now. I nope. God damn it! Oh, everything wrong came up. Everything wrong came up. Let me go into here. I Google. I, I see it both ways. I, on one, on on one end, they, the guy was saying in the video in in the article that a big reason they're taking it away is a lot. There's a lot of sex offenders in there, and having the porn. Um, exactly. Yeah, I get that. It, it makes it to where it's it's harder for them to break their sex addiction or, or whatever, Rehabilitate whatever you want to what... call it, that, that makes them a sex offender. That tends to make it worse. That being said, I also see the side where I'm like, listen, um, if I got to sh- share, share a cell with a whole bunch of like big jacked up dudes uh, who kind of get frisky from time to time anything that'll keep those guys from being way horny in the showers <laughs> you know a, what i mean yes yeah good i kind of want them to be able to release some tension any way they can well this is i said uh, we have so much porn we could uh uh talk about and i googled i didn't send you this article because i literally saw it during my show while my opening act was on stage i was just farting around on news websites and uh, here's one more. It's an all-porn episode of the Idiots on Parade podcast. Uh, so nice, I, nice. I Googled 
Pornhub Starbucks, because I was hoping to get a news article. But no, let me just quick read you the results. Um, Starbucks porn videos. Starbucks porn videos. Starbucks on Pornhub. Uh, Starbucks will not kick you out for watching porn in Starbucks anymore. They're like, fuck that. No. If they want to sit here and watch porn, we're not taking any chances. You get to sit there, you use the bathroom, you jerk off in one of the booths. We will not call the cops on it. Wrong, 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 wrong. Starbucks will soon begin filtering porn for customers using the chain's in-store Wi-Fi network. So they are going to stop. They're going to start blocking porn websites in Starbucks. But the story I was googling is Pornhub is going to create a safe-for-work uh, version of their site where you can watch just enough in public, but it doesn't get hardcore. So Pornhub is responding by creating a safe-for-work Pornhub. Are they blurring out all the pubes like they do in Japan? I don't know if they're going to blur or if it's just going to be like heavy petting or over the clothes, like dry humping. I have no idea. It just says that's what they're going to do. It doesn't give any description, but this was on Mashable. This doesn't seem to be a joke. But You only get to see the plot of the porn. Uh, the guy shows up with the pizza. <laughs> the lady invites him in. End of porn. That's well, here's it. the funny part is the other article uh, th that with this is uh, that says, I mean, the first article that I read was Pornhub is creating a safe for work site. But the other one that says is that Starbucks will begin filtering pornography. How is that even a problem? Like, who is going to Starbucks and saying, yeah, I'm going to put on some porn. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to watch a little casual porn here in Starbucks. Um, I'm going to I'm going to watch some porn. Like, who what kind of what kind of fucked up wiring do you have to have to want to watch porn at starbucks i blame the pumpkin spice man there's there's something in there it fucks with people's brain i've, I've been saying for a long time that shit ain't right <laughs> well let's uh let's shift away from porn for a while um let's talk about a serious subject shall we Jake? i will say real quick before go we ahead. go away from porn i really hope that um, who, who, the 71 year old guy that's leading the charge to get porn back yeah, in prisons yeah. in Iowa. I hope they uh, videotape that trial, and I hope he gives like an impassioned speech. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hope it's like, I hope he that just Matthew goes all like, I have a dream in, uh, that one day I will be able to spank into Playboy again. It's the one thing I love. Like the, I was trying to think of like the Matthew McConaughey speech at the end of uh, whatever movie he was in where he was a lawyer. Or any any movie speech you've seen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like one. you say, something impassioned where, yeah, he just, he gets all yeah. teary-eyed and something you'd see on TV or in a movie where, where just the jury turns. <laughs> that would be great. That would they be may great. take our lives, but they may never take the stuff we jerk off with. From my gold, they'll pry my penis from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> yep. Narcoleptic yep. jerking off. The right. NRA probably would back these guys. You know what I'm saying? No, they should. It seems like an NRA kind of thing. Um, well, no, you know who should be backing this is Playboy themselves. They, okay, with streaming, these have to be their only customers left, man. <laughs> they need to get on this. This is it. Good goddamn point. Good goddamn point. Yes. Why is face? Why is up uh, face? Why is Playboy not at the forefront of this? Saying yes, we have ten thousand subscribers left in America, and it's prison inmates. That's it. That's our full circulation. We were down from a peak of whatever, like you say, in the seventies, in the sixties, when they were at their the height of their powers with the, with airlines and Playboy clubs, and now it's just prisoners. <laughs> it's 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 prisoners. And anybody who still buys new DVDs. And blind guys. Yes, and certain, blind guys. Certain, it's well, prisoners and the blind. That's the, it. It's the blind online and prisoners get the magazine version still. Dude, I hope the blind guy wins against Playboy and then goes on to Pornhub and Brazers and, and just starts hitting all the big ones, man. Did you see, there was a, a, a fake ad from a comedy website that uh, did a thing. Uh, this woman said she was a caption, closed caption artist um, for, a, for porn websites. And uh, it was fucking hilarious. You should Google it. Google closed captioning for porn websites and hopefully you'll get it. But she said it was, it was just very well done. I don't even want to try and describe comedy because that's just stupid. But uh, Do you think that's crazy? 
wait till you get a porn with the sign language in the bottom right corner, man. She's and that's how it ended, too. That's it's exactly crazy. how it ended. The commercial said, and for those that don't want the captioning, there's always the, you know, and then the, the, they showed the guy in the corner. It was really well done. I'm sure, again, if you Google closed captioning for porn, kind of like when I did Starbucks, <laughs> you're going to get a whole bunch of fucking shit you don't want. You're going to get actual porn with closed captioning. But uh, Nice, nice. That's the way it works. Um. I want to talk about General Motors. Do you want to talk about General Motors? I would yeah. like to talk about General Motors. Yeah, let's do it. Here's why I want to talk about General Motors, Jake, because one of the plants getting shut down, so everybody should be aware of this. This is not breaking news. It's several days old now. Uh, General Motors is going to lay off 14,000 employees and close several plants. Now, one of the plants is outside of Youngstown, Ohio, and it built the Chevy Cruze. Here's the deal. I have driven, it's right on Interstate 80. In Ohio, and I have driven by that uh, that plant a number of times uh, doing comedy in my travels, and I remember full well the first time I drove by that plant, and every time since, because I would drive by and look over, and they'd have this big sign, you know, General Motors, Chevrolet, home of the crews, and the employee parking lot was filled with fucking trucks, and all I thought is, you guys aren't even driving your own fucking car. How well is that going to work out for you? And sure, it lasted longer than I would have thought, but yeah, they're, you build the goddamn car and you take the money and you go out and buy a truck. That's not the wisest thing. Now, maybe you're still keeping the money in circulation because you're buying one of your own GM trucks, but I just thought it was, you know, like the, I, I just remember sure. having that, 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 uh, that awareness of saying, you they're guys not are even making- buying the, the Chevy Cruze with an employee discount. <laughs> That's how exactly. shitty that car is. And that's the thing is, um, two things. Um, they're shutting these down not because they're the best-selling cars in the world and they're, like, giving everyone the middle finger. No one is buying the cars. So Trump is tweeting saying, they better keep these plants open, they better replace them. And it's like, you, you can't force a company to make a product no one is buying. That is absurd, you know? Well, and okay, the thing is, is, yeah... It, you're you're threatening to pull federal funding from them if they don't keep the plant open. Here's here's the thing about closing plants. Very rarely does it happen because you have too much money. You know yes, what I'm saying? Exactly. It's usually the inverse problem. So if he's going, they closed the plant, those sons of bitches, I'll show them pulling even more money. Guess what? They're closing even more plants now. What are exactly. you doing? Exactly. And if it like if you want to talk about, you know, maybe not giving them the bailout in the first place, that that was a different conversation back then. But if you if your solution to them closing plants is pulling more money, that's that's ridiculous. It's like, uh, you know, you you show up to a fire and you're like, I'm not wasting water on this. I'm throwing fucking boxes of tissues on it. That'll show that goddamn fire. Well, here's the worst part of, of what you just said. Yeah, you, you have the conversation about the, the, the sub in 2008 when they got bailed out. The thing is, they repaid all of those. Those were considered like bailout loans. Right. And yeah. those were all repaid. Here's what's fucked up is Trump is saying that he's going to end subsidies. He's like, you know what? We're going to look at subsidies for these cars. Well, I looked up the subsidies. Oh, it was subsidies. I, yeah. I didn't realize they were finished paying that back. Yeah, they paid it back. So he's talking about current subsidies. Now, here is what the problem is. This is typical Donald Trump. The subsidies he's referring to appear to be a $7,500 federal tax credit to the consumer if they buy one of the cars. So it it helps the so company. So employees are not buying the Chevy Cruze with an well, employee the discount cars. and 7000 oh, no, oh, no. the electric this car? No, no, this is for anybody. This is for the electric car. He's, he's saying that um, he's, he's specifically targeting, I, I didn't make that clear, I apologize. He's specifically targeting subsidies that are that tax credits that go to consumers. So it, it's win-win. The consumer buys a car, gets a tax break because it's an electric car, and the car company sells a car. So that's win-win. The consumer wins and the company wins. And Trump, in typical I'm a fuckhead fashion, is doing the same thing he did with tariffs, which is, well, we're just going to slap tariffs on China. And then China goes, all right, well, we're just going to raise our fucking prices. It's going to cost more because you put a tariff on it. And American consumers get hurt. It's, it's such a fucked up response 
to say that, well, if people aren't buying, if, if you're going to hurt Americans, then we're going to take money away from a different way. But he's taking money away from Americans again. He's not, he's hurting the company, yes, because fewer people will buy the cars, but fewer people will buy the cars because they're not getting a tax credit. Again, the tax credit is win-win for everybody. Again, like the tariffs. Right. Well, we're going to slap tariffs on China. Well, then China's just going to fucking raise the price and charge Americans more. You're an asshole. By the way, uh, Kat's online now. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Not much. Not bad. I woke up. Nice, nice. <laughs> Kat, I have bad news for you. We opened with uh, the porn story you sent me about Iowa inmates Aww. suing to keep their porn. That was a that was a cat find. Damn. Nice. That was a good find. That was so, uh that was me rambling on about GM. Jake, what are your thoughts on GM? Or we can move on to another topic. Your call. I just did all the bitching and complaining about it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous to to pull the tra- tax credit from consumers, man. Because that his whole thing is, oh, I'm going to help out the economy. You're going to save money. You're going to pay less taxes. And then uh, he's, he's, he's taking the tax credit for uh, some plant closing. That's ridiculous. Exactly. And he does this with everything where um, they, they put these limits on the tax credits, which uh, my wife and I looked into solar panels and they kept saying, yeah, if you get it, there's a pretty good chance there'll be a federal tax credit next year, but we can't guarantee it. And we said, all right, sure. well, we're not going to pull the trigger on this. This is a very he, he expensive is, I heard to he was pulling that because it was too goddamn cloudy for a week. You know what I mean? And he was like, dude, if the sun's not coming out, fuck the sun. All right? I'm, I'm, I I'm, got a trade war with the sun. I'm, I'm pulling the solar credit until it, it decides to brighten it out. I'm tired of this goddamn gloomy weather. It sounds like something he'd do, but again... The sun it, has had it too good for too long. It's time to take the fight to the sun. Again, it... it, it Sort of hurt the economy. My wife and I were considering putting money into the economy by buying solar panels from a local company, but we just couldn't invest as much as they wanted us to. If if the tax credits were guaranteed, where we knew that if we spent this much, we would get this much back, we would have done it. But, you know, unless they can guarantee these. And it's sad to say... It's it's sad in a way that we have to say that, that that we we aren't going to support the economy without tax credits, but these are expensive big-ticket items, and and obviously incentives help incentives do help i think just jumping on quick with tariffs real quick what a lot of people don't realize and i work in manufacturing so we're building this stuff what a lot of people don't realize about tariffs is it hurts the company because our parts come from all over like our handles come from china our compressors come from mexico our tubing comes from italy like we're getting tariffed on every single little itty bitty part that goes in the unit. It's not just that like we're selling them to Mexico. It's our cost of parts is going up, which is why our cost of product is also going to go up. Like, because we're dealing with tariffs every which way trying to build the thing. Well, and that made me think of another uh, article I read a while ago, and I, I Googled it while you were speaking. Um, when Trump said that he was going to save American steel jobs, he slapped tariffs on steel. Oh, God. And the first thing it did was it raised the price of steel, and a U.S. nail company, like making nails, hammer and nails, laid off 60 of its 500 workers, and the increased steel cost, uh, it, it it kicked them right in the nuts, and they are about to go out of business. You gotta fuck up bad when the nail people are going out of business. That's exactly. a pretty, that's a pretty set and standard business, man. That's that's a goddamn recession-proof business. People are always gonna be buying nails, man. Whether you're building houses or hanging pictures, the nail industry has been strong since the invention of little pieces of metal, man. They have been crushing it <laughs> until now. Until now, yes. But that's the thing is. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, Kat, if you want to try and Google this. Yeah. Um, there was something that said, uh, I, I'll make this up, but that by putting tariffs on steel, Trump saved 30,000 steel jobs. However, he lost 400,000 jobs related to, like, the nail industry. So it's this really disproportionate fuck-up that he did because, yeah, he can go to a steel mill and say, I saved your 1,000 jobs at this particular steel mill, and it made those 1,000 people happy. But, you know, again, when the percentage is that out of whack, when you save 30,000 to lose 400,000 elsewhere, 
that's not good. It's it's kind of like his whole thing with Carrier, right, as he was being elected, where, oh, he's saving the Carrier jobs in Indiana. And over time, that has been proven absolutely not true, that all those jobs are gone. They're being automated and or going to Mexico. Most of the people who thought their jobs were saved, they're in the news these days saying we got fucked. Uh, it's like right away the Dow dropped 300 points. Uh, the nail... 60 workers, yeah, what you had just said about the nail. Um, you can't find the, the big numbers, yeah. though? Uh, Harley-Davidson said it sold about 40,000 motorcycles in Europe last year, and the EU tariffs would have added $2,200 to the average cost of each bike from the U.S. So, yeah, that's I remember uh, Harley announced they were moving right away. And that's the fucked up thing is every time one of these things happens, it's big Trump is going to tweet, I'm going to show them, and then it goes away because there's nothing he can do about it. He can tweet and be angry, but it's his policies that are causing the, the fuck-ups yeah, and yeah. The, the, the jobs to go away. The nail company, after they laid off 60 workers, was going to cut another 200 jobs in July because it was being hit by a 25% import tax on steel from Mexico and Canada. Uh, solar power industry um, says that Trump administration decisions to increase on imported solar panels will cause a loss of 23,000 jobs this year. Um, yeah, and that was that I, again that goes back yeah. to my wife and I and the solar panels yep 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 did the marketing department of the nail company at least try to run like a smear campaign on Mexican nails saying they they, they, they bend when you hit them with the hammer or some shit like that they bend <laughs> they easier <laughs> that would be great yeah uh, did you hear that oh sorry one more quick the council of foreign relations estimates that Trump's 25% tax imports on steel cause 18,000 to 40,000 auto industry job losses in the US by the end of next year Oh, see, and there you go. That's yeah. It. Uh, another, uh, yeah. Well, you got to use steel to make cars, man. Another study says six hundred and twenty-four thousand jobs lost. That's the one I was thinking Damn. about. I didn't think it was that high, but I knew the the number in my head was like four hundred thousand. But six. See, now this is what, and I don't want to get, go too deep into politics, but this is what Democrats need to run on in twenty twenty. They can't just run on fuck Trump. They need to line up numbers. They have to show this caused this. This tariff caused this. How has it affected you personally? They need to show the numbers. Yeah. So. Also, I, I think they should they should have somebody that has the balls to run on legal weed, man. I think I think that's an <laughs> issue that the Democrats can steal from the Repu- or that the Republicans can steal from the Democrats if they're not careful on that shit. Hey, we're getting medical marijuana, apparently. Yeah, nice, nice. I, I don't like medical marijuana. I only like recreational marijuana. I only like getting high around people who enjoy that shit. You know what I'm saying? I, the the right people direction. with the medical stuff, they're, oh, I'm all high and I'm sad that I'm high because I'm just smoking it for glaucoma. Wham, what was me? <laughs> they ruin my weed every time. Yeah, but all you got to do is go, oh, man, I got anxiety. Yeah, that's, I, I, I have friends that, live in Colorado and I visit Colorado and they said before it was legal there when it was only medical it was just you know a gimme you just literally had to go I I think I need medical marijuana and the doctor would like I think you do too all right two I am in the business of writing prescriptions for weed I like the idea of a really stringent weed doctor You, you know what I mean he's he's just like a hardcore Ronald Reagan guy. He's got a fucking Dare t-shirt on when you walk in, and non-ironically either. Usually a Dare t-shirt now means I will sell you all the goddamn illegal drugs in the world, but I, I love him, the idea of one guy being a stickler about it. <laughs> I didn't even that know that would was... That be funny. I didn't even know that was that still existed until I saw a news story the other day. Dare right. still exists? I thought so. Oh, I saw... I don't know if I... Maybe I just saw somebody wearing a t-shirt. I... That guy will sell you heroin. I'm telling you. Anybody with a dare shirt on now will sell you fucking heroin. All right. Changing gears. Two more stories to hit. Um, Jake, I sent you both of these. Uh, Kat, I think I sent you both of these. This one, uh, this is Jake and I. This is our bread and butter right here. So I think this one is funny. The headline is, she posted a bad Yelp review. Then her nightmare began. 
And the story starts off, you know, this woman said she had a bad time at a bar and she gave a one-star review and then people started trolling her and sending her, you know, like replying to comments on the review saying, I remember you, you were that whore that was sucking cock in the bathroom. <laughs> and it's like, all right, that, that seems inappropriate. But uh, what it turns out is a bachelorette party went somewhere and didn't get treated like princesses, so she wrote a bad review, and it's like, Jake and I, as comedians, you have to deal with bachelorette parties in the audience, and they are, nine times out of ten, the worst. They think the world revolves around them. They're like, yay, Susie's getting married. This night's all I've about actually, her. I, I usually find that bachelorette parties like me, man. I just, I, 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 I do pander to them a bit, you know what I mean? But they're, they're drunk, they're having a good time. You get to make jokes about their dick necklaces and stuff like that. Like, you know, you just kind of make them part of it. You address it, and then you keep going. Every now and then, they if they've started the night early before the comedy show, and they're really fucking hammered, that's when it's a problem. Well, I've, I've discovered both. I said nine times out of ten. Maybe it's seven out of ten. I do find a lot of them are obnoxious. I'm haggling. Four out of ten. Four out of ten are obnoxious. (laughs) They think that the the night is about them and they 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 want the acknowledgement and they they like you know like oh look at you like you said with the penis but sometimes if you do acknowledge them then they think the show is all about them. So I think it's I don't know how I feel about this. I don't think that the woman deserves to, you know, have shit sent to her or be called a cunt or whatever it is but i also question her relaying of the events which is oh we sure we just showed up at this bar and we were nice and polite you know it was at the end of the night and there was no one there it's like i'm pretty sure you were a bunch of fucking drunk at the end of the night that it you know if if it was at 7 p.m and she said it was 7 p.m it was our first stop of the evening okay then maybe whatever but when you say that you wanted to keep the party going and you went into this bar 10 p.m. The group didn't want the night to end. They headed to North Fork Taps and... Okay, the the group didn't want the night to end. You were liquored up, and you went in there, and you were an obnoxious bachelorette party. And when you were What was your actual review? I only saw the the responses to the view. Uh, I don't know if it's on here. She just said... It, it, she just said that they were not nice to us. And maybe they weren't. Uh, I would give you zero stars, but Google doesn't let you. The owner is very yeah. rude and nasty. I came here with a bachelor party with 16 girls. I, I'm going to guess that at 10 p.m., uh, when you got to keep the party going, 16 girls were not as polite and nice as she suggested. No. I don't know, man. I, you're still bringing business into the bar. I mean, I, maybe, maybe... The people in the in the bar were in the right. Maybe they weren't. I got I got to know what that review says before I could make a make a ruling. Hold on. Oh, I just read the review. Part. I just as, read it. That's what I was saying. Oh, oh, that was driver. literally word for word the review. Yeah, as a designated driver, I was the most sober person in this bar and did nothing except ask the bartender not to yell at our group. <laughs> if you want to get yelled at, like so, maybe he was yelling <laughs> "shut up" at them because they were being drunk and obnoxious. If you have to say I was the designated, as the designated driver, I was the most sober person at the bar, then I would probably say you're being a shitty designated driver. Actually, Kat, you read that wrong. As the design, as designated driver, I was the most sober person at the bar at this point. <laughs> yeah. So she's not even saying <laughs> for her group, she's saying she can't even lie about a- drinking and driving on a yeah. Yelp review, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, not even that she was the most sober in the group, but she was like, I was the most sober at the bar at this point. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still leaning toward obnoxious bachelorette party. So maybe, and that's the thing, with South Park nailed this. Yelp is not a good thing because people just get butt hurt and then they just, mm, I'm going to give my opinion on Yelp. Maybe fuck off. Well, even, maybe just fuck off every now and then. Even then, people like pay people. I saw an article or a thing the other day. There is this guy that made up this fake restaurant and managed to get it to like the number one restaurant on TripAdvisor. Yeah, that was in England. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. yeah. Just kept. Uh, so uh, just, ones, just kept hyping it. Just kept hyping it. Yeah, the ones that aren't trolling are probably paid people writing reviews. I think that's what what Russian bots, Russian hackers do in between elections. You know what I'm saying? Those guys gotta they they, they gotta find a way to put uh, potato vodka in the shot glass. You know what I'm saying? Bring bring uh, bring the borscht home. That is a good goddamn point. I like the way your brain works, Jake. I think that's what they're up to, man. All right, last article. Um, 
This one, this one I also kind of annoys me. And it happened, by the way. The film critic David Edelstein apologizes for rape joke as Martha Plimpton and others call for him to be fired. And he was fired. He was let go from NPR because uh, the director of Last Tango in Paris died, and he tweeted a picture of the rape scene in Last Tango in Paris and said, even grief is better with butter. And, you know... A tasteless joke, what are you going to do? Not the best idea. But to me, I look at it, I look at it the way I look at everything. I look at it, I thought, well, that wasn't funny. Moving on. I I don't, you can't make a mistake anymore. Whatever happened to being able to apologize? Because he did apologize. He said, I'm sorry. It was a a joke. It was in poor taste. My bad. I am sorry. And yet he gets fired because, like, Okay, so if he's Megyn Kelly and has a history of saying horrible things like she did, then sure. And maybe it's one straw too many. But when you research this guy, you don't come up with 20 instances where David Edelstein said something wrong or made a poor joke. I, I just don't get the idea that when you tweet your first thing that someone doesn't like, you're fired. It, it just seems wrong. I I think you should get to apologize and move on. And if three strikes, you're out, 10 strikes. You know, if this becomes a pattern, sure. But I just don't understand getting so outraged by someone making a mistake that they have to lose their job and just be fucking raked over the coals. And maybe it's because I'm a comedian and I've done things that are stupid many a time. But just get on with your goddamn life. I I look at things and go, I don't like that. I don't don't go protest the baby gap because I don't like it. I just don't go there. I there's a lot of music I hate. I don't like call for Justin Bieber to be banned because he sucks. I just don't listen to him. <laughs> Somebody commented to to uh, Martha Pimbleton who called him out first and said, "Imagine if your dad wasn't famous." Oh. <laughs> Martha Plimpton. Yeah. Star of Goonies and Parenthood, and I'm not sure what since. Oh, is that what she's in? Okay. Yeah. Jake, any thoughts? Well, don't get me wrong. Like, I I don't like seeing people get fired for a joke gone wrong. And, and any, any time, but I mean, I see why they fired him. I get it. The, the tweet was in really fucking poor taste, and it was dumb as fuck, especially with, with a job like his. You, you work for the New York Magazine, and, you know, where... With, with, like, the Me Too shit going on, like, you know, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, dude, why would you do that? You're a public figure working. Oh, it was for, a it's not like he's a horrible thing comic. to do. It was stupid. It was, it was, it was dumb. dumb. I, just, I don't know what goes through people's head when they're, like, they're, okay, I, I am a film critic, uh, something that Yelp and the Internet has made almost obsolete, you know? <laughs> I, am, I am the last porn magazine maker. Yet somehow I am making a living sitting on my fucking ass watching movies going, Meh, I like the last Avengers movie more than the first one. Meh. Like, I make a living writing pretentious reviews of movies. I sit on my ass with a popcorn bowl in one hand and a film review uh, Google Doc open in the other. That's it. That's my whole gig. All I gotta do is not tweet a picture of a fucking rape scene from a movie and crack a joke. <laughs> That's all I gotta do. I all I gotta do is not make a stupid rape joke on Twitter or say the n word or or fucking show up to a Halloween party dressed like uh, I, I don't know Rosa Parks or somebody. Like all I gotta do is not do something insanely fucking stupid and you did it. You know what I mean? So like I can't feel too bad for this guy. On the other hand, I do anytime somebody gets fired for attempting to make a joke that doesn't land, I always think back to the um, Patrice O'Neill. R- rest in peace. He's I, I think he died uh, seven years ago now, man. It was just the anniversary of his death. But uh, I I always think to the interview with him. I think it was on Fox where he was. I, I think people were calling for Opie and Anthony to be fired. It's it's an old one, you know. Uh, for some joke, I, I don't even remember what it was, but they had a lady on there who he's 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 uh, you know debating about it. She's saying they should be fired. He's saying that they shouldn't, and he actually danced circles around her because you could tell she wasn't very uh, experienced with arguing 
against somebody directly. You know what I mean? Like, she's used to, I'm going to write the article, I'm going to say my just sort of headlines, whatever. Or, you know what I mean? My 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 just sort of clip. Yeah. You yeah, know, like, and, okay. and I'm going to repeat yeah. that. It's, it's as far as, but either way, one thing that he said that it kind of stands out to me that I always think of when people get fired for stupid shit like this, which again was stupid, was it's not the joke that I'm defending it's the attempt because funny and unfunny jokes are born from the same birth. You know, right. you don't really know what's going to be funny until you throw it out there and you want to be able to sort of have that ability to be creative or be edgy, be whatever without, Oh, this didn't land. So now the guy's fired. That being said, yeah, the guy's not a comedian. He's a film critic. Like, how the fuck are you getting fired for this this joke? Like, he's an idiot for letting this, you know, letting his goddamn Twitter feed ruin him like this. The guy's a fucking idiot. That being said, it is the attempt for the joke that I am fighting for. Or not I, fighting and for, I hear that. You know, and I, I, I agree with you. And, and to combine that... Um, with you saying that he's a film critic and he, it was a stupid joke and um, it's the attempt, I, I go the other way with it, which is the apology, as I said. It's like he didn't defend it. He's, he didn't say, oh, get over it. It's just a joke. Oh, you know, it's just a movie joke, whatever. He said, you know what? It was in poor taste. He was going to blame wrong. it on Ambient, but then he was like, ah, it didn't go so well for the last person that tried it. I should at least pick a, a different prescription drug, if nothing else. I mean, to me, that's it's just you you don't get to apologize anymore. Is, is that where we're at? Is you, you, you fuck up and you're just done? That seems to me too much. Again, if it's the third or fourth or seventh time he's made a rape joke, right. then, yeah, then the employer let him get, get away with it too often. But you said something that sparked a memory in me that I have not had in forever. Um, my buddy managed a movie theater when we were college students in Milwaukee. And so a couple times, and the only one I really remember is Bad Lieutenant with Harvey Keitel. Did you ever see that? I did not. I, okay. I love Harvey Keitel, though. I got to go to the screening of that because he was the manager of the movie theater, the critics screening. I got to go to the critics screening, which was just closed off in private. And I don't want to say I was naive. I just, I'd never thought about movie critics before but if i did i guess i pictured someone sitting in the theater you know with glasses on with a notepad and scribbling and you know putting a a, a hand to their chin like hmm what do i think of this you know like someone that was studying film and observing what was happening on the screen and these guys were just fucking schmucks i remember the guy for the the journal i think it was the, yeah. the newspaper just came in and took his shoes off and put his feet up on the chair in front of him and lounged out and like you said ate popcorn they were just watching the fucking movie and then they'd go back to their house and like wrote about what they remembered or how it made him feel like i expected him to be writing a review moment by moment like okay this scene works sure take they notes just, yeah. yeah they just sort of watched it and then went back and barfed up what they remembered and I was just like, eh, all right, so you fuckers have absolutely nothing to say about anything. You are no different from me. You just have this cush job that allows you to see movies. Got it. Right. Well, yeah, now you got, like, stuff like Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> well, now not only can, you know, quote, unquote, the average Joe just type up the review, but they're also voting, too, you know? And you can see the critics' reviews plus the people's reviews. And so, I mean, it... Their job is, it's not what it was in the Siskel and Ebert days, you know? There's not, I can't think of a, a film critic that I can name other than those guys. You know what I mean? There's no uh, new rising star film critic. The, the, the new rising film critics are people doing commentary about it on YouTube. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah. You know, it's basically YouTube stars that just sort of critique things, you know? And they, they do everything. Movies, restaurants, fucking video games, whatever. So the fact that you got one of the last full-time jobs as a film critic, and you're you're sitting on top of the world, that is the cushiest fucking job in the world. And I know that, like, yeah, normally 
you shouldn't just, oh, well, this job's easy, even though you know nothing about it, basically, and have never worked it. No, fuck that. Film critic is an easy-ass job. You get paid to sit around watching fucking movies. The only way you can fuck this up is if you tweet a picture of a rape and fucking make a joke. That's the only way you can fuck it up, and you did it. <laughs> so I don't feel bad. I don't feel that bad for this guy, even or though I'm sort of bomb. defending his, his, him yeah. not getting fired or whatever. Rape or the end bomb. Um, and the about nice thing Bart. about... Yeah. And the nice thing about um, Rotten Tomatoes is, like you said, it's an aggregate. So overall, you are going to get a pretty good sense of the movie. Like there will always be people that, wow, I can't believe everyone hated it. I loved it. But you are going to get a good consensus because it's not just like one review. It is an aggregate and you get the overall idea. But I don't get I don't get the joke, man. Maybe it's because I don't think I've ever seen Last Tango in Paris. I don't get the butter thing. Oh, it's 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 pretentious French foreign boring filmmaking. He he fucks her in the ass and uh, he makes her get a stick of butter first. That's the lubricant. Oh, like, he's using butter. Yeah, well, that just seems unsanitary. This fucking guy. Yeah, it, 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 and the the big problem with it is if you read the article of why everyone was outraged is. Um, even though Marlon Brando didn't rape the actress, they did not tell her he was going to do a simulated anal rape. So, oh yeah, I I, yeah, I remember was, hearing about that. That's yeah. that's the one, huh? So oh yeah, that makes it even worse. What the, and he's was, a film critic; he should know this shit. Ex- and that was the thing is he did say I did not know that story. I'm like that story was kind of big when she admitted to it Bullshit. when she said I didn't know. I've heard of that story yeah. even though I'm not a film critic. I haven't even seen this movie. I've I've heard of that story. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that was the movie that he did it on. I didn't even yeah. recognize that was Marlon Brando in the photo. Man, that's that's young hot Marlon Brando. I remember wanting to see the film because I'd heard it was this big sexual exploration film. And it's just pretentious art shit. And when I was a kid and I heard about it, I'm like, ooh, I want to see this. But by the time I got around to seeing it, I'd already seen porn and uh, uh, trimming yourself and taking care of yourself down there had been, you know, became a thing. So when I did finally see it, I'm like, oh, well, that's just unkempt. That is that is not what I'm used to. So it wasn't even sexy by the time I got around to seeing it. Eh. I, 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 I'm cool with any, everything from clean shaven to Woodstock, man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't mind Woodstock if I'm, if I'm not down there with my mouth and tongue, but uh, I, I have to admit I like a little uh, maintenance if I'm going to be, um, what is it, uh, Pulp Fiction, performing oral pleasures. Then, then I like it tidied up. Because I've seen HBO Real Sex where guys go down on, on, uh, on Woodstock, and it's just, I'm like, oh, I, I can't stand hair in my food. How can you stand licking that? It just Real so sex, or as I think it should be called, porn that's impossible for anyone to jerk off to, man. Oh, my God. I say you really want to punish those prisoners. You take away their ploy boys and make them watch real sex. They'll never commit another sex crime again. That that will that is like Pulp Fiction where they're where they're where they're uh, torturing him psychologically, but clamp their eyes open and make them watch real sex. I'll never take orange. my dick out on a playground again. Please don't make me watch a bunch of geriatric hippies at an orgy in Kentucky. I know, no. All right, I'll never We're not get hard again. That. We are not going to top that. That's what you call full circle. A clockwork orange, not Pulp Fiction. They they keep uh, uh, Malcolm McDonald's did I say, eyes open. Did I say said, Pulp Fiction? You said Pulp Fiction, not a clockwork orange. God damn it, orange, I'm in a clockwork orange. All right. Kat, thanks for joining us late. Jake, yep. good talking to you again, my friend. You too. Thank you for being here, Kat. Yep. Listeners, please say nice things about us. Uh, tell your friends to listen to us. Review us. Give us good reviews on Apple because apparently uh, that helps more than anything is when good reviews pop up. Apple uh, iTunes takes notice. So do that for us. JakeVevera.com, NathanTimmel.com, and Kat's website is Pornhub.com. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Later. <laughs>